Tune in weekly to the Josh You a Fool podcast with comedian Josh Adams for all his takes on what happened this week. Subscribe on Apple iTunes or Google Play to the Josh You a Fool podcast to hear the jokes and thoughts of Josh Adams. Follow Josh Adams on Instagram at I'm Josh Adams. All right, we are back in effect. Detroit is different studios, and this is the Joshua Adams podcast. Joshua Fool, Josh Adams, what's happening with you today? What's the deal, Kari? Um, you know, uh, the podcast we jumping it off. It's going down, man. You know, we got a lot to talk about. A lot we gonna cover, um, and um, we gonna bring guests in. Yeah, and, yeah. And we gonna pop it off. We are gonna have a good time. We gonna be sober sometimes. Sometimes we gonna be we gonna have a little liquor in us, but we gonna make it work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Talk about it. It's like Tuesday afternoon. I definitely want to go for that. Do save my damn self right now, and uh, I probably will. Shout out to Jay Z. We got a guest in the building. We got Sterling Toes, just my homeboy, an artist. Uh, um, what up? And this wasn't planned. He was just sitting in here waiting for me to get here and yeah, about to leave. About to leave. Yeah, yeah. No, nah, nigga, sit down. We yeah. in here. <laughs> Kick it with your baby. I ain't seen you in a minute. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a, and you know what's crazy? We gonna, we rushed this because me, me and Kari's schedule could not really, they, they wasn't they wasn't working out. And we yeah. just like, nigga, we got to get in here. Let's do something because he finna go out of town and I'm going out of town next, I mean, this weekend. Yeah. I'm going to New Orleans to do a show. Um, so, you know. It's uh it's it's going down in a major way, man. So like I said, I'm glad we got in here to kick it. We're gonna talk sports, we're gonna talk about relationships, yeah. we're gonna talk about whatever happened in the world, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We're gonna make it work, you know. From um everything. I wanna cover everything, man. And there's a little bit of time we're gonna be here. So I mean hopefully Sterling, you with it. I'm with it, man. You okay. know what? Like my shit is all about community. If you ask me, hey, stay, I'm staying. I appreciate yeah, that, man. Like, that's we all family in this shit. Let people know, because, you know, for the most part, people listening, they know I'm a comedian. They know Kari, he heavy in the streets as far as he do a lot of different stuff. Let me bring that back. It's not like you sell dope. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He heavy in the streets. No, as far as, like, community activism, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, Kari rapped. Kari, uh, he, he produces. He puts shows together and stuff like that. That's what I mean when he's heavy in the streets. Outside of all yeah. that feds, don't read too deep into what I just <laughs> feds, said. But no, Sterl, tell him, tell him what you got going popping, man. Man, so I, I produce. I've been producing for a long time. Uh, putting out albums, man. Putting out albums on actual vinyl and shit. Man. That's a lost art right there. People still people still kind of do that. Like Nipsey Hussle just uh, put out limited edition. You know, uh, you know what happened? It's, it's crazy because you know what happened? It's, it's actually like there's been a resurgence in vinyl because of everything going digital. Wow. Right? Because now it's like everything is digital. Nobody had physical copies of nothing, right? Yeah. But now it's like, okay, well, if I want a physical copy of something, I want the best format that it was put out on, which is vinyl. So vinyl was most definitely the best form right. of... In terms of sound, right. Hmm. So so now it's like people that actually want a physical copy now have been demanding records. And records have also every other format, CDs, everything. So they're making a comeback it's making for the, the most comeback. part. Yeah. They're making a comeback, right. Well, that's hard. That's hard. That's hard. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. Vinyl. Yeah. Yeah, Sterling into all types of stuff, but uh, the number one thing he into is uh, my favorite sport, especially being that I ain't really building with football, a basketball junkie. NBA is definitely in full effect with the playoffs. It's going down. It's, it's going, going down. down. All right, so first off, I got a couple uh, classic bets happening right now. What like is it? Uh, My classic bet is... Um, about the Pistons making playoffs before the Knicks, I got that bet. Uh, the current, the current NBA bets I got are that uh, the Houston Rockets. Man, ain't nobody gonna get paid for a minute. The Houston Rockets. Yeah. Uh, the Houston Rockets gonna lose the game to the Timberwolves with Carl Anthony Towns out there. 
Uh-huh. A I'm, game or a series? A game, game. Not a series. Not the series. Just the game. Okay. And uh let's see what other bets I got going in this in this NBA playoffs. Uh Warriors gonna beat the Houston Rockets. It's a lot of people I, ride with I, the Rockets this year. That. So let's talk a little bit Rockets. Okay, so, let's talk the Rockets. I think James Harden, Chris Paul, and Mike D'Antoni, they do. Because they've been, when you think about those three people that I just named, they don't have a real track record of advancing far in the playoffs. Yeah, right. And I think the year, this year, this uh, Super Bowl, this in the NBA playoffs is goofy enough to where <laughs> James Harden finna get him one. You remember like how yeah. when Jordan was dominating, yeah. but you'll get that, well, even though Jordan left. But you get a Kim and them get them one, and yeah. then somebody sneak and get one. I feel like this the one Houston gonna get. It's gonna be Houston. This I'm gonna say Houston and Philadelphia 76. Let, is gonna let be me the ask final. you this though. Let me ask you this. What happened last year with James Harden though? I think he just stopped giving a fuck once he didn't get the MVP because he knew he wasn't winning it. I think he just stopped caring. And he didn't have enough. He was tired as hell. That beard he carrying around twelve pounds on his chin. <laughs> he left handed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That nigga was like, man, I'm well, ready to chill. I heard he like had like a hit out on. Uh, on uh, Moses Malone Jr. or something like that. Why? Uh-huh. Y'all ever read that? One second, man. Nah, While y'all look that up, nah, I'm going to... I ain't never heard that one. But yeah, yeah. He, what you talking about? Game six where he just kind of... Or seven. Yeah, he just didn't show up. But these new players, these AAU niggas nowadays... <laughs> They don't really play for the passion. They play if it looks sweet, if it makes sense, and they lose. These yeah. niggas making so much money now where it's like, I ain't mad. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, like nigga, oh, well, I ain't going to the NBA Finals. I'm like, he went directly to the strip club after the show, Sterling. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. I know, yeah. Hey, but, too, like. I, niggas it, smell like Game 7 like in the strip you, club. Like you say, since, like, that whole AAU culture, it's kind of like all them cats grow up as friends. Like, remember the disdain that, like. Jordan like and Jordan and Isaiah and, and the Bird, like everybody Magic, and, Magic and Isaiah was brothers but them niggas got on that court they was like oh nigga fuck you elbows yeah, and all yeah, that yeah and but, then recoup away from that shit and then like, come up in his love the next game but yeah. yeah these niggas man they kind of just they out there to play man they like man we hooping we playing we playing a kids game we making yeah. millions of all right. millions of dollars to do it all right, so here go the story. I'm going USA Today. Is that is that a respected? I'll uh, take that. Okay, all right, all right. News source or whatever. All right, this was because uh, <laughs> you don't know. 16th, you don't know nowadays. You know, 2017. Yeah, it could be like Russia online through it, Facebook bullshit. or something. All right, so Moses Malone Jr., the son of NBA legend Moses Malone, filed an amendment. Monday to a civil lawsuit originally filed in September that alleges he was beaten and robbed by four armed men June 25th, 2016, outside a Houston strip club. Mm -hmm. Malone's attorney, George Farrar, told USA Today Sports by phone on Tuesday that Malone is now seeking damages from Houston Rockets guard James Harden, who Malone alleges orchestrated the attack. Harden has not been charged with the crime. The four men, including the security guard from the nightclub, Darian Blunt, have been charged with connections with the assault. The amended lawsuit alleges that Harden paid Blunt $20,000 to lead an attack on Malone, and it was legit that this was what happened. So, like, outside the strip club, wherever uh, Malaya used to strip, I'm assuming. Shout out to Malaya. Uh, <laughs> definitely shout out to Malaya in Houston. Um, you know, you, you pay the goons. Harden had them on deck. I don't know what this beef is over, but that I mean, story. You never I, heard that story. I've never heard that story. I've never heard that story. But you mm-hmm. know what? I don't put it past that nigga because James Harden don't look like he can scrap. And he looked like he had put 20 racks down. I'm like, hey, go beat this but nigga. But, you know, ass. I tell you what. This is the era of, like, money is the new stripes. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, before, like... Money, did, money didn't get you respect back in the day. Right. You had now to earn that shit. Money is stripes now. Yeah, 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 yeah. You could be a lame and have billions of dollars. And that don't mean that, you know, but if you got money, if a nigga, yeah, I mean, 
niggas ain't got integrity. Nigga, you can't give me twenty thousand dollars to do nothing. Yeah, and I'm like, fucked yeah. up right now. Like yeah. you know, not for long, but nigga, my head go twenty racks. And just, my integrity mean more to me right. than any of that. I, last thing I want my daughter to think is that a nigga can pay me to do anything. Right. Nah, nah, but I believe that. I believe that nigga paid somebody twenty thousand to beat up Moses Malone's son. And it's just <laughs> funny that Moses Malone's son got his ass beat. It's I like, mean, hey, but if you get jumped on by four dudes, I mean, he ain't Takashi Six Nine. He need like a a, a whole hit <laughs> squad or something <laughs> to stick you with the blicky. What would Takashi be saying? And that's crazy. Y'all fuck with y'all fuck with Takashi Six Nine. You know as what? We came to New York. Yeah, you know. Yeah. You know it, it, you know what he's doing? What is he doing? He's making new Onyx songs for us. Now you know what I heard Charlemagne say that he sounds a <laughs> lot like uh, he sounds like uh, what's my man name? Sticky, Sticky fingers. fingers. Sticky fingers. Yeah, you he sounds like Onyx. So is that he what y'all like Onyx? And it's yeah, hard not to like fuck Sticky. with it. He sounds like Onyx over trap beats. Wow. So I mean, so he can go a little bit though, right? He can rap. Well, or is I mean, it his voice? He's, he's, uh, I mean, he's decent. He, let's put it like he this: compared a, to, uh, compared to, like, uh, I mean, he, he's as good or as bad as Migos, uh, Lil Uzi Vert. Uh, I fuck with the Migos. Uh, NBA Young Boy, uh, Playboy Cardi. Uh, so he's he, know, he he he's okay. as good or as bad as them. <laughs> I mean, well, that ain't know. really give me no range. If the nigga can the nigga hoop or can the nigga not hoop? That's what I'm saying. Like you like. He is in the range of he's as good as his bad. Like, is he? I don't know, man. I don't. Hey, nowadays, if, if you, you can, can lay out a beat, bro, if you can lay it up, you can get in the game. Well, that's, <laughs> so, well, that ain't much <laughs> yeah, to say then. You can do the layup drill. You can start. Ain't much. Basically, basically. <laughs> no, nah, no, nah, man. But um, to like to get back on that, why? I mean, paying somebody to jump somebody, I don't know, man. Like, I need to know what the altercation was about. Um and where your goons at? Where where that old Moses Malone money at? You ain't got the money. Yeah, you couldn't put a Moses Malone. You couldn't do forty on his man, head. Man, that's back when they like Magic signed like a twenty five year deal for a million dollars back in the day. And man, they killed they wasn't, Yeah, <laughs> Magic was relying on what was that Converse money to oh uh, man to pay the bills. Good you luck know? with that one. Yeah, so I guess you're right. So I mean, I mean, I don't know, but like I said, I think Houston gonna go pretty far. Um, Golden State hurt. And um, I want to see a goofy ass playoff this well, year. Well, wait, they if if they win this, they they see uh Golden State in the next round, all right? Houston, yeah, no, they wait, those are the top wait, two seeds. They won. Wait, wait, they won't see each other till Houston at least is one. Houston West is one, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, who are they seeing in the next? Uh, they will see uh, which I don't know if they gonna get out of that of one. They playing OKC or the uh the winner of OKC, uh Utah. That's what it was. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. the winner of Blazers Pelicans will play. And so the Warriors. Who would go and stay having the next round? It's goofy, man. We don't Probably know we the Blazers, see. more than likely. Okay, because I forgot what the hell the seeding was. Yeah, the Blazers are uh, three. I they, mean, they the three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Golden State is three. No, no, no. Golden no, State two. Two, and who is three? Blazers. Okay. Yeah, Blazers. And then four is OKC. I fuck with the Blazers. Five is Utah. Six is Pelicans. And, uh,. Utah seven is uh seven is the Spurs and eight is uh Minnesota. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, hey, we gonna see. Like I said, this is gonna be goofy with all these injuries, so we gonna see how it play out. And then the East, nobody cares. But you know what I'm saying? LeBron probably gonna get popped yeah. the first round. You think so? I think so. You think? One so? second. You think he about to lose in the first? I, I think he. I think he gonna lose. Uh, or they. Or the Depot is serious though. I tell you that was, much. Yeah, you He's was a watching hit, too many Old Depot commercials. He a hit man, bro. He's serious, bro. No, I've been watching enough of the Cavs funeral. 
Like, them niggas, is, they the walking dead, bro. Right, they the walking dead. LeBron is the only thing over there. And eventually, he's just going to be like, man, I'm not going to kill myself. Larry Nance Jr. going to get that spirit of his dad out there. Please, nigga. You see what happened to Moses Malone, son. Who was that at? So, I don't think Larry Nance got that in him. So, Brian about to get popped. And he going to end up in, I hope he, he's going to end up in San Antonio. All right, so, so in that in that same world, uh, Tristan Thompson may get his head back in the game because it looked like he going uh, this baby mama situation going necessarily uh, he gonna have some time away from that. He, so when you talking about he broke the curse, the yeah. Kardashian curse with uh, yeah. whatever happened. Yeah, I mean, I mean, was he playing bad? I mean, like I said, I mean, he he really what he go get rebounds and he played defense. You I know? know, but he wasn't even doing that. So I mean, his head <laughs> get back in the game. Well, he, you see them two foreign bitches all on him in the club, and they was fondling that nigga. <laughs> I mean, it was an Asian girl with a fat ass, which is rare. I haven't seen her. Like, I, she which is bought. <laughs> bought. Uh, nowadays, it's just like, it you know, matter. do I like Takashi 6 9 I mean, yeah. you know. You got to take what you can get. You don't know. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, he was he was fooling. But, you know, he out here doing his thing. It wasn't like it was his girl. But I mean, he's 26 years old. What you expect? But I'm saying his head about to get back in the game. Mm-hmm. Basketball game, but do you you think his do you think some guys do that though just to like kind of up their visibility like their agent told them to to get involved with something like that because you you know this is usually not the marquee players it's like the players that you wouldn't have known otherwise. But this is what I think it is, Stur. I think it just niggas ain't shit, and <laughs> and, and nowadays and and, and nowadays. These players got so much visibility. Even even the guy. Well, I mean, it's a it's two it's two it's two sides to this. Basically, now we live in an era where the camera's always on, and mm-hmm. if you somebody, you somebody. And yeah. the NBA, those players are some of the most recognizable players in the world. And even a nigga like that, who's not even a top marquee player, but he on LeBron team, yeah. he gonna get the looks. So it's always a camera on him. So it's like nigga, you seven feet tall. You from Canada? It's like nigga. You got to be cool out here, cuz. You know what I'm saying? You can't just be out here. Why? Nigga, that footage, they got that footage from somebody who taped that on a Delta airplane flight. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Or an Android plane. That's how tall that nigga is. You're not supposed to be out there wilding like that, Tristan. So, so what you think the draw of the Kardashians is for these dudes? They lames. <laughs> and they always want to be with the with the hot bitch. And they ain't never been with nobody before. So they're like, all right. And Chloe, she the coolest one out of all of them when you think about it, not look wise, but she just seemed like the one that'd be the <laughs> coolest to fuck with. Yeah. She been with French. She been with James Harden. You know what I'm saying? AKA <laughs> Moses Malone's son smasher. You know what I'm saying? So it's like these niggas be lame, man. So that's why they that's why I feel like a nigga like LeBron who been getting bitches all his life can go ahead and kick it with a Savannah. And Bill with his with his queen, he doing his thing, but yeah. he ain't, he know the ones not to mess with, and they signed a non disclosure agreement. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Agreements. You ain't just finna get this LeBron yeah. dick and ain't and tell the world and write no book about it. Yeah, I feel you, and I also think too, like I don't know, I I actually appreciate LeBron on a lot of different levels. I know everybody hate LeBron around here, but I feel like in a lot of ways, like for somebody to get ninety million dollars before he even stepped on the NBA court. Mm-hmm. And like still work hard every year, not have no real scandals. Uh-huh. That's go, amazing. Go through stuff with his mama and teammates and all types of stuff, mm-hmm. and handle it with a lot of class and dignity. Okay, the the ESPN thing we know about, we you know like yeah. a lot of people looked at that as a misstep. But other than that, he has been like he been in our, he been in the public eye for about twenty years. 
Yeah, and he has been on his shit the entire time. I'm waiting on the fallout. It's it, coming. It ain't been one fallout. It's coming. Yeah. That's how we was with Kobe. Remember Iverson said that? I mean, whenever it happened, Iverson was like, told you niggas. <laughs> he was like, y'all was all on me with this nigga raping bitches. And Kobe <laughs> <was> Iverson. <laughs> Iverson said, all I ever did was uh, was carry the ball a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Well, he kicked his wife out the crib. Yeah. I remember ESPN was tripping on that. And Kobe's still my nigga, but ain't nobody perfect. And like I said, LeBron may get through or whatever, but when he... When it's his time, when he ain't that nigga no more, and he ain't yeah. the Don, somebody gonna be like, "Oh yeah, this nigga Lebron eat boogers." Some gonna come out. <laughs> Some gonna come out, bro. But you're right. As of now, he ain't. Savannah ain't saying nothing. Uh, they got Lambo ass out the way. Uh, that rapping nigga was fucking his mama. Um, they got him <laughs> off the way. Y'all remember that nigga? No, who was that? Come on, Carl. You remember the nigga? I just remember. It was a uh, rapper. I thought it was just uh, nah, nah. Yeah. I don't remember this story. I just know Delonte West. Delonte West. No, nah, <laughs> it was some nigga from Miami named Lambo who was kicking uh, the LeBron I, mama. That's a new one. Oh, man. And, he, and he was like around LeBron in the age. He was a little rapping nigga. And just was hey man the we, things people do for studio time. Man, shit, hit LeBron looking like her mama looked just like him too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, I guess you be thinking that like I, you know, plant the seed, and maybe eighteen years from now, you get him, you get him a little LeBron, somebody in the league. Yeah, his mama got Gatorade coming out of her titties. That's what it is. <laughs> she a different breed, my nigga. She a different breed. But you, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're right. Hopefully Tristan get his head back in the game, and um, they go ahead and they get pop real quick. Um, where Kevin Love been at though, man? Like. Nah, therapist. Remember, yeah, he went through that whole anxiety. Uh, Isaiah, yeah, Isaiah called him out that he was talking about the anxiety issue. Man, that's why I feel bad for too. Isaiah, that nigga seemed like he was really finding his way, and then Boston just they 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 missed that they misdiagnosed his uh his injury, and then the nigga played through his sister getting killed, and it was like then yeah, they just sure traded did. a nigga like that. Yeah, that's that's. And now he hard. just seemed like this problem child nigga who they like all right, you know. We don't really want nothing to do with you, and he and he hurt, and he can't get off. So it's like you talking all this shit, but you ain't hooping. Yeah, yeah, man, that's 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 crazy. I mean, it, do you feel like do you feel like that psychologically affected him more than like say like it seemed like it worked for uh, my man in Boston, uh, Kyrie, Kyrie, you mm-hmm. know? But like it seemed like. I don't know. Do you feel like he interpreted that as a downgrade when he he went to, he to Cleveland? Yeah, I think he a nigga who played with a chip on his shoulder. So he 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 automatically a little nigga. So he got that uh he got the Napoleon complex where it's like I gotta be better than everybody out here at five foot nine. And I think he's using that. But I think right now it's just that hip messed up and he can't ball. And confidence is important to an athlete. Confidence is important to anything you do. Comedy, making music. Yeah. Uh, building bird houses, nigga. Like if you ain't confident you in what you do, bird. and your bird house ain't gonna be bro, shit, Kari. I'm telling you. I say this bird. to you though, too, bro. Like I think, I think sports is even worse than like doing comedy or or making music or art because it's mm-hmm. like you still got your mind at the end of the day, right? Yeah. You can't do nothing about your body part of it. Yeah. Like that's the. It's almost like you powerless when it comes to that. You know what I'm saying? Time after a while, you don't jump as high, right? You don't do it unless you unless your game age right. well, like Chauncey or Paul right. Pierce, where you change your game up so you can stay in the league a little right. longer. Right, exactly. But like if you Lebron and you leaping out the gym and then right, right, um, like yeah, like Isaiah Thomas, uh, the new one we talking about. 
at five foot nine, once you once your quickness is gone and you ain't got that no more, yeah. you just another As you an average gone. nigga. You five foot nine. I'm yeah. blocking every shot, nigga. I know I can beat you right. until you get fucked up. Right. And I'm a regular nigga who right. out of shape. That's the thing about sports, cause it's like I feel like Rakim can still come up with a, a line or a song. Yes. It's like, oh my God. Yes. Facts. But, yeah, but when your body is gone, it's like it's a wrap. You can't dunk no more, you can't dunk no more. It's over with. It's <laughs> <All right. laughs> so so with with basketball halfway being covered, I guess the next thing is what else is happening on the on your timeline? What are people talking about to you, Josh? Uh well, you know, my nigga we talking about rappers and my nigga Fabulous right now is you know what I'm saying? He going through that little thing where whatever happened with him and his daughter, uh, I hate to say his baby moms, where he uh, he ran up on her and they say he knocked her teeth out. I ain't seen no proof of that yet, but it's that thing where do we give certain people the benefit of the doubt because we fuck with them? Because I know how I am as a man. I feel like any nigga put his hands on a woman. It's just that's the you you kind of weak to me unless she was about to kill you and you you know what I'm saying. The average woman I. Can beat our ass, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but like, just to, what does it serve? Like, what's the point? That's what I mean. Like, it's ought to be another way. Like, nigga, you hurt a woman more by leaving her than anything. So I want to know what happened behind it. Like, how y'all feel? Because Rabulous, Rabulous, Fabulous, in my mind, has been the most consistent rapper of my of my generation. I mean, like, whoa, you think so? I mean, and, I mean, and I take that back because Jay Z is in my generation. So it's like, but outside of a nigga like Jay Z. Fabulous been around and he ain't went nowhere and he like put like this. He might even be more relevant because I don't think the young niggas fuck with him as much as they fuck. I mean, they fuck with Fabulous more than they fuck with Jay Z. Yeah, yeah, a lot of a lot of them do. Yeah, if you listen to the Migos, you probably don't listen to Jay Z, but you probably heard a couple Fabulous songs and fuck with them. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I mean, how y'all feel about the whole Fabulous thing? You know, and what's happening? I I just I just saw like a headline about it. I don't know too much about it, but. Yeah, I just kind of feel like, man, it's isn't is it ever that deep? You know what I'm saying? Yep, I'll leave you before I, before you make me feel like I want to hit you. Yeah, right. yeah. I mean, the I didn't watch all of that shit, but definitely like him going back and forth with her dad. Shit looks bad. Uh, it's like the NBA young boy situation. Shit looks bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, we saw that. Shouldn't one, hit. Yeah, shouldn't be shouldn't be hitting a woman. I mean, the Ray Rice situation. Yeah. Shouldn't hit a woman. Now, now from it, <clears throat> I also think that, um, you know, the the toxic relationship. I'm sounding like <laughs> I'm sounding like one of like the viewers some shit mm-hmm. that puts a person <laughs> that puts a person with somebody that will probably hit them. Mm-hmm. It, it's like you know you're gonna be attracted to like some of these same you know fucked up situations and circumstances. So Fab, we, so, so what you saying is you think Fab been doing this? Yeah, I would I would definitely say so. I don't think that it's a just like the Ray Rice situation. I don't I think, think it's too. one of those things where like you just wake up one day and it triggers. You know, I think uh, if 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 that they probably have a, a, a up up and down relationship where that may be in the mix and in the play. Wow, I think in a lot of times, a lot of times is is based on the fact that like I feel like a lot of these guys in these positions know that those women that are with them are with them for reasons that ain't got nothing to do with who they truly are, but where they where they are. Mm-hmm. And because of that, it's kind of like, it's inherently a lack of respect for them, you know? Because part of it is, is like, if I know deep down, the only reason she was ever messing with me is because, you know, I'm so-and-so, so-and-so mm-hmm. with the name or whatever, 
then my relationship with her ain't built on something that's real or sincere. Okay. You know, because ultimately I know I'm disposable and probably more likely vice versa too. Yeah. But it's a mutual thing where it's not, it's not a regard, right? It's not Mm -hmm. a, it's not a, it's not a humanly regard for the other person because the reason she dealing with you is because he's fabulous, and if he wasn't fabulous, she wouldn't fuck with him. Right? Is that the case? I thought they she was down with him before he had the money. I'm not sure. Maybe in this I case, mean, I don't know. Fabulous been on for like man, he been on forever. She look young though. <laughs> she look young. He been on for at least twenty years. Yeah, fa- I, I feel it. And they got a, like I don't mean kids. They got together, but mm-hmm. they've been around. She been in the paint, so I don't know, man. I don't know. I and, think um, that's too like I think that's also like part of the anger and misogyny also that a lot of these dudes carry. It's like that's true because it's like you know it ain't got nothing to do with you. Like you said, it's like you know certain dudes is like the lame that's not getting the girls they never yeah. would have got, and they get them. Yeah, and it's like of course they're gonna call you all types of names and you know be all like mm-hmm. you know aggressive and crazy towards you in bed because they know. That you really ain't, you don't give a damn about me. Oh, so in the back of your mind, it's like, bitch, so, you a possession and you ain't fucking so, with me no so, so she triggering the lame that's deep down inside of you. Oh, <laughs> y'all getting real game getting from Sterling. He wasn't even supposed to be here. He giving y'all real game. And some of you niggas listening to this bitch right now, you turning it off at this moment. But it's cool. Turn it back on when you real enough to go ahead and take this medicine. Yeah, I mean, cause, I, cause really the reason that you may may have wanted her, cause she was antidote for your lameness, mm. and then you get her, and she's triggering the lameness that you wanted her to get away from. Damn. So now you angry <laughs> at her, cause at she her. was supposed to cover it up, but she really just brought it more up out of you. Cause yeah, cause when you start to see the truth that you disposable, oh. it start the lameness start coming right back to the surface hey, very quickly. Hey, <laughs> this real grown man talk you in here getting right now. So you yeah. gotta know what you're dealing with. Don't get a girl that you ain't capable of being who you is because it's going gonna, it's gonna to come out. You think you want Beyonce and then you get it, nigga. You might need to get you a Missy Elliott and hold it down. You know what I'm saying? And keep it together, my nigga, because you out here trying to act like you was getting hoes before this. You wasn't, nigga, before the mixtape dropped or before the screenplay got picked up. Nigga, we know. Say, don't try out for the Gold State Warriors if you know you don't belong in the D-League, right? You already know, nigga. If you hanging with Mr. Cooper, go teach at the school, nigga. And Mr. Cooper. <laughs> Niggas forget Mr. Cooper hooped that Gold State for Gold State. Yeah, I remember. The, the, um... So young, young, yeah. young NBA. Uh, what's his name? NBA, NBA young boy. So young he's boy. dealing with some domestic violence shit, or is it something else? Yeah, he beat up the girl on yeah, camera. Yeah, but then she put up a video like we was playing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I mean, yeah. she. You can easily see that they relationship. Like I mean, right now, she he the meal ticket. You know what I'm saying? So a, a lot of this is the the backwardsness that we all dealing with. Like I mean, these aren't perfect situations. Ain't ain't no perfect people. So. The shit come out. I mean, the, 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 the tragedy of a lot of this shit is that a situation will happen and people will use that situation to exasperate the issue as if that situation is like, like, like this whole shit at Michigan State. Mm-hmm. People are using the, the, the trainer, uh, Nasser as like the, the face of the child molestation rampant within you know that was allowed but it's so yeah. many uh parties that was that knew about this shit that that were were complicit with it right. and uh and they're just as guilty but it's so much easier just to put a face on one person you yeah. know what what we led into with before we didn't even talk about with bill cosby like bill cosby now is a face of the of, me too movement yeah but the one of them but it's so much more than Bill Cosby and, and Harvey Weinstein because if they were allowed to move the way they moved, 
it's a lot more people that was down with it and knew and just turned their back. Yeah. yeah. You know, this goofy Starbucks. It's like Starbucks letting that one manager go. It's like, yo, man, come on, man. This is <laughs> What happened at Starbucks? I'm not going to lie, man. I see it. And when I see stuff come across my timeline, I'm like, do I feel like giving my energy to this? Because there's so much other shit that happened. It's yeah, like, is this yeah. something I need to feed into? So what happened at Starbucks? Just... It was uh, two black guys waiting on another homie of theirs to uh, to like do a meeting. Like you know, sometimes you meet at Starbucks. Yeah, yeah. They didn't buy anything. Uh, they called yeah. the cops. They got arrested for not buying anything. So basically, they got arrested for trespassing in Starbucks. They didn't get any charges. The Philadelphia police said we didn't do anything wrong. And one of the people in the store, it was kind of like Rodney King, a white lady in the store took the video of the shit and said, "This ain't fair." That's and true. that sparked up a lot of shit. I go to Starbucks all the time and don't get nothing off that bitch. And we meet up and we use their <laughs> Wi-Fi. Yeah, basically. I go in there and yeah. eat. I go in there and eat McDonald's just because right. it's got free Wi-Fi in there. Like nigga, it's, like, it's Starbucks. And <laughs> they don't need my money. It's enough white and Asian people coming in there buying cappuccinos. Nigga, let me get this Wi-Fi out for you. Get this Wi-Fi off. Wow. So they did that, and that's what that big story is about, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, man. I don't know. We in a weird place, bro. It is yeah, it is it is crazy now. Like it and and the level of I think this I think sensitivity is at a all all time high. Like mm-hmm. a lot of that shit gotta do with the fact that like social media has given a platform for right. more people to feel right. like they have more of a say as they're developing right. their thoughts. Like at right. thirty five right now, I'm I'm just as passionate as I was twenty five, but my thoughts have developed. Like I have more things to compare things with. So I, I I still relate to those emotions, but so many people being heard, and I, I and I think all voices should be heard. But right now, now that all voices can be heard, and we're all listening, it's it's raised the level of sensitivity, where you know it's people that wake up every day and are probably thinking and, more uh, about who liking their goddamn picture on Instagram. That's what I was than, about to say. You know, I don't know. Like, like yeah. are they a likable person in real goddamn life? Like, yeah, are right. you a likable person in real life? Right. What are you? Are you cool to be around? You know right. what I'm saying? Right. Or are you a person that everything you experience is through the window of your cell phone? Like, and that's the thing, man. Like, people don't even have time to themselves no more. No. Nope. Like they they inundated with information all day long, and I realized the other day as I was talking to one of the kids, their whole life they've. They've been on social media and stuff. And it's like, I realized, damn, like, getting likes has become self-esteem. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. that's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We're like... And I mean, the craziest shit, being a marketing person, man, a lot of this stuff is smoke and mirrors. This whole Facebook trial is exposing the way that this stuff <laughs> is being produced and mass marketed. So, like, you were talking about these Instagram models. Most of them are working for marketing agencies. So we're not looking at, you know, the the story is being sold that you just think it's that some girl with a fat ass, you know, in a, in a, in a wife beater on or, let's say, <laughs> okay, let's say a, a undershirt every day taking pictures in front of the mirror, mm-hmm. right? But in reality, she's getting paid through an agency that pays her based on the viewership. And the minute she leaves that agency, that audience goes too. And that agency, uh, you know, will verify all of this stuff. And then they come across your feed. You know, I had to take take off so many girls. I had to stop following so many girls because the thirst. You know, I'll be looking down my timeline like, damn, damn, yeah, damn. Gate, gateway to I porn. To, it's gateway yeah, to porn. That's a, <laughs> gateway to what I call porn get live. Definitely a gateway to get live. But just 
lack of productivity. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You know what I mean? And then you be looking at because when you said that the girl, when you said whatever girl, everybody probably sitting here had a yeah. girl that popped in their head. The one that they be like Ugh. about fifteen of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Off the top of my head, I'm like, oh yeah, cocaine Lorraine, <laughs> super light skin, thick. Uh, yeah. Freckles, yeah, 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 yeah. They out here, they out here. You moving. gotta stop following them if they got like my rule is if you got more than a thousand followers and I don't really know you in real life, I can't follow you, even if you follow me. That's real. I try to catch them when they ain't got that many. <laughs> like that way you can slide in the DM. About ten thousand, she still. If, if she got about ten thousand, she still her I mean, self esteem. She's not making a lot of money nah, with her marketing. Agency. She got to be regular. She got to be. Like, Bitch, you got to be normal. You know what I'm saying? You ain't really on on. But once you hit Bernice Burgo status, it's hey, like yeah, I got to. You follow. you scouting in Lithuania? Yeah, huh? yeah, 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 yeah. I, That's what it's like too. I'm scouting overseas. He's like, uh, I, he like the Spurs. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he, he like the Spurs. Right. I done found some and they blew up. I was like, nigga, I, I, I showed niggas like I was on this. Bitch, when she was getting 500 <laughs> likes, nigga, now look at her. I told y'all she was the next one. It's like, uh, I know, he done found Ginobili. <laughs> Ginobili I found Instagram Tony mom. Parker, nigga. I found the Tony Parker Instagram. I'm telling you, they out here. They out here for real. What's his name? The dude that was skinny, then he got fat, then he played for Phoenix and... Uh, skinny dude got fat. And, and the Spurs. Uh, uh, Oliver Miller? Miller? No, hell no, he never got skinny. Um, <laughs> oh, Boris Diaw. Yeah, Boris Diaw. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what I do, man. I, I, like you said, Dio. I don't follow a girl unless she got like 10,000. And once she get over that, it's like her arrogance is at another level. Her arrogance. She thinks she's more than what she is. It's like, bitch, you still work at Staples. I can come pull up on you right now. <laughs> nah, man. But they, they'll get like... um. Uh, like that Kane Carter was was when exposed to a lot of people that comedian that took a lot of Patrice O'Neal's jokes and oh made yeah he, fell. Oh, he disappeared but I mean he didn't disappear he was getting hired by the marketing agencies the same marketing agent it's like five marketing agencies that do a lot of this uh, online content and you may even get these guys to come across your feed and that's like some of the sales for it like you'll be sitting watching something and then it'll be a guy like hey I'm just like you. Do you like doing Instagram videos and stuff like that? You get paid for this every day. You know, those people. Mm. You know, so, you you know, for anybody watching, it's, it's a science to this stuff. It's a logarithms, which is basically a formula that continues to shift as you get more and more likes. It's been times that you'll sit next to somebody, be Facebook friends with them. You'll put something new up on Facebook or Instagram. But that it won't even show up on their own timeline, yeah. even though you sit next to them, because true. it already knows that it's oversaturated. They want you to start paying for the advertising. But even if you pay for the advertising, it gets to a certain breaking point where the advertising is more set up to sell one product, not necessarily for the exposure you're looking for. Man. So, you know, really to get aggressive, just so that you all know, like, uh, like, here we go. Uh, I was showing one client the DIA spends. In a week, anywhere between five thousand to fifteen thousand dollars on Instagram ads. Mm -hmm. And how many times do you see the DIA in your Instagram feed? I don't. Exactly. So what I'm trying to tell you, if they spend in five to fifteen, think about how many, how much money these other brands and stuff that you do see often in your in your timelines are spending. So mm -hmm. we have to, we just have to be smart about a lot of this stuff and, and be uh, tactful about it. The Kardashians. As we go back to that full circle, mm -hmm. are the best brand. It's Kim Kardashian's uh, social media status is the most is the most uh, it's most followed and most valuable account. And what she sells, all her pictures, everything she puts up is her selling something. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. If she take a picture, it's for something. Yep. Whether she holding her baby, whether she cutting the grass, she selling lawnmowers, it's like she she on it. It don't they don't snap a picture of her unless it's about some money. They are like Teflon though, bro. It's just crazy. They gonna flip this whole Tristan cheating thing into something. This ain't even her nigga. But it's gonna be like, I was so hurt, and then she's gonna be on the view crying. <laughs> they just know how to spin. They spin artists, bro. They spin everything in the gold. And uh, I'm just I'm just I'm just waiting to see what they do next, cuz like they are a thing. But they are also products of a like social media is proven for of everybody. Like, yeah, of today's area. Cause it's like not it's like in the eighties, to be that big, you had to do something. You had to have some type you had of to, talent. You had to have yeah. some type of talent or something. Mm-hmm. And now in the era of social media, it's almost like it it gives people the promise of like anybody could potentially be a star for nothing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you got everybody like Famous, totally. But different. they are, but they 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 are famous. Kim Kardashian is famous for 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 being fuckable. That's what she's famous <laughs> for. I mean, you laughing, but that's what it is. Is is she's? I guess that's a talent. Huh? No. It depends <laughs> on how you look at it, man. It, hey, <laughs> right. That's right. what she's famous right. for. But that's what I'm saying, though. Like, it, but for somebody to be if she on looked, that level, if she looked, if she looked like how she looked without surgery, she wouldn't be famous. Right, right. But that's just it, too. Now, again, it's like the social media thing where, like, fame is attainable. The kind of body you want is attainable. Going back to what you were saying, mm-hmm. it don't even matter if stuff is real no more. Nope. It's like, if it can be bought, it's real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we take it as is. Okay, it's there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, you know, it, it, so nowadays, it's kind of like, I think social media has afforded everybody a certain level of fame or recognition and notoriety. And fame is so different now. Remember, it used to be like, like nigga, Michael Jackson was famous. Like everybody right. knew Michael Jackson. Like now, you could be sitting in a room with a nigga who got three million followers, and his his shit going crazy, and you wouldn't even know it. Let me dog, let me tell you something. I was in New York uh, for Afropunk like last year, right? Mm-hmm. I'm in the line talking to uh, this this guy. He's like, yeah, I'm a rapper, man. You know, he's telling me all about his stuff. And uh, he was like, yeah, man, you know, like, you know, I'm doing this and I'm doing that. And I'm like, yeah, I want to hear your stuff, man. He was like, well, I ain't got nothing for you to hear. But I got, like, such and such many Instagram followers. And I'm like, wait a minute. Like, <laughs> what that mean? Like, so it's like you could just say you're a rapper as long as you're getting followers, it's like you don't even have to have music. You know what I'm saying? And, and it made me think about Takashi Six Nine. I, I saw him in an interview, and he was like, he wasn't even rapping a few years ago. He was like, my whole intention was just to go viral. Like it's a thing just to go viral. It don't I matter see. how you do it or what you say or what you. I'm just trying to go viral. Get the attention. That's a thing now. Just get all eyes on you. Like, and you achieve it. That's like a talent if you can achieve going viral. It don't matter how you do it, what you said. Yeah, look look at Cardi yeah. B. You know, and no knock on her because she actually doing her thing. I'll say this: that's the dream. Her album was way better than I expected. I heard a lot of people say that. <laughs> I heard a lot of people say she's that. she's actually like rapping on it. They say she's going in, and you got to think about how she just reinvented herself from just being a stripper to being an internet personality to getting on um, a reality TV show and taking that and turning it into being having a viable music career, and then it's like the sky's the limit now. Like, yeah. I mean, you know, yeah, you can do that. It can happen. You can do that. But it's a lot of people behind the scenes making it happen. It's a team of 
hundreds of people. But you gotta get that that, that But happen. you gotta get their eyes on you first. It wasn't like they saw her as a stripper and was like, all right, we gonna fuck with you. It took her to go to social media and dominate for them to be like, maybe this little bitch got something. Well, I mean, I yeah. think it's I think it's a lot of to get the machine. It's a lot of variables. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's a lot of variables that go. Like this machine has so many people behind the scenes, and that's the one thing that I realize it, it makes it seem better to just be like, oh man, these people are just, you know, next day successes. But this this industry, on anything, it, any person being, uh, the more accessible you are to the general public, the more people are in the mix of you getting there. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, man. Yeah, but you know what though? It's funny too. I think like nowadays you better off like people have real low expectations for what she was gonna do at first. You know what I'm saying? And now mm -hmm. it's almost like people like people that are relatable. Yep. And if you can be relatable and then over deliver, you out of there. You out of there. You know? Because mm -hmm. nobody thought it was gonna be anything else after that first song. Yeah, that song was hot. It was yeah. like, all right, she got her one. She can ride that way, but yeah, but she this her pumps in the bumps. It. You know what I'm saying? Because it was her like, pumps in the bumps. <laughs> 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 Hammer has some more. Hammer, I'm a Hammer fan. I'm about to, I'm about to, I'm about to hit him with the gaining momentum right here. It's all good. Gain, 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 gain. Damn, nigga said pumps and a bumps. Man. <laughs> yeah, man. She we thought that was her one. You know what I'm saying? Her thong song. But she kept pushing it though. She yeah. pushed it to the limit. She where she at. And they set it up and put her together, these little marriages. Like it ain't no you you'll never be able to not convince me that Beyonce and Jay Z shit wasn't a business a proposition. But I mean in reality, marriage comes from a place of it being it is a, a business, business proposition. proposition. So I guess you're right. America sees it differently, uh, as it's reconditioned. Yeah, the whole is. concept and really this is more recent, as I always say, uh, shout out to his for her problem. Uh, when we were on there, like I always mm -hmm. say, and, and the 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 proposition of marriage was always seeing women as property, um, as especially the black woman has achieved more in the American workplace of today. It reconditions what role a man plays in a woman's life. Mm -hmm. And that's where I, I believe a lot of confusion in our generation comes from, because before it was like, does he go to church and does he have a job? <laughs> now it's probably no to both those answers mm -hmm. and the woman got the job so it's like what role does a man play in a woman's life has completely shifted when it comes to uh uh beating up burglars um getting <laughs> pregnant okay so uh, so, uh, so you're not gonna get <laughs> moses malone jr yeah so you gonna make sure you don't get you know 20 racks put on your head uh <laughs> Uh yeah, that's I mean a man's role, you know, a man a man's Nick, role is Nick a man's role. His daddy used to shatter glass backboards. Sometimes he yeah, got a yeah. legacy to keep up. But you know how it is, like when you a millionaire, man, you get the kids, you go out to the suburbs, you raise somebody that's a little bit softer than you. So I mean And that's what's fucked up. It do weaken the stock a little bit. You know what I'm saying? It do. Like you get that money and you kinda want your kids like you know fifty cent probably like, damn, my son ain't gonna be me. No, no, hopefully we do not need more Curtis Jacksons. <laughs> you know, but they make them. They come. They, yeah, they, yeah, but they not from the stock of in, Curtis. Environments create them. But like yeah, I said, yeah. his son ain't going to be him because he nah. made it possible so that son don't have to be like that. Right. Yeah. But you think whatever it took to be 50 Cent to get there and be as successful he was, you would hope he would get, get in that mindset to be like, look, this is what you can do. You can Man, have it. Yeah, but he could just kick back and play Fortnite every day. I mean, you know. I Fortnite. Mean, 
I still ain't played that yet. I'm just so nigga. I'm a hermit, bro. I don't well, know. I don't know. What that, I don't know what that is. What video is that? game. That's a video game. It's like a. It's like Goldeneye, but it's sweeter. Oh, yeah. Never heard of it. Mm-hmm. It's it's like a everybody on that shit. But um, but you know, uh, it is what it is. I I don't know the 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 role a man like with women like what role as they're being raised of like select a good man what what's being told and what's what's a reality especially for black women yeah have y'all seen acrimony no what's no, that? What is that tyler perry movie it was a good movie so the we one can't with uh the new one where taraji i i hear like I somewhat of the script it, you can break it down break down some of the script it's so much to it but it's just basically uh um uh people a uh, couple was married from when they was young to a certain age and the dude had a dream, and the woman was basically taking care of everything because her mom had passed. So she had about $350,000 that she invested into this nigga mm-hmm. and then lost all the money, lost her mama house. And then, for whatever reason, uh, a bunch of stuff happened, and then she was just like, I don't want to be with you no more. You a loser. Leave mm-hmm. me. And he was like, no, I want to be here because once this once this thing go through, I'm going to take all this money, we're going to do it. So she divorced him, left him, and then he got everything he wanted. It took mm-hmm. It took a long time for him to get it. But once he got it, he got it literally like three, four months after they got divorced. And then he came and brought her back $10 million after she invested like $3 million, You know, not $3 million, but like that whole 350000 He basically bought her mama house back, gave her $10 million, and married this other chick. And then she just went crazy and then tried some bullshit. But my <laughs> thing is this. Like me and my girl was arguing because she was just like, but she invested so much into him. I'm like. But and, she and dipped on him though. She dipped on It wasn't like he divorced her and got the money. She was like, I don't want to be with you no more. Right. He gave her $10 million. So my thing be. But Tyler knew making that movie, that discussion would happen. <laughs> oh, my nigga. Every discussion. Though, I was talking to, uh, I brought it up to a little stud. She was on our side. So it shows you a that. <laughs> Cause I was like, so who was right? Who was wrong? She was like, oh, that bitch was wrong. I was like, right on, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I knew where to place her at in my life once she made that decision. But it's just like y'all said. It's just all about roles. And, you know, the roles have been switched. And it's kind of been flipped. Like you say, more women, black women in the workplace really making that money. They got their degrees up. And I don't know. I mean, more guys are out here trying to get their entrepreneurial. Y'all. So it's like, at the end of the day, it's like, you got to invest in that nigga. If you believe, you got to invest and hold it down. He got to do his part, of course. Can't no nigga. Don't just don't let. I, as a man, you just don't want no one. You just it don't feel right to let any woman just carry you. Yeah. But if you got something you doing, you do what you can and you keep pushing towards that dream. And it's her job to just believe. And then, you know, she going to reap the benefits out of that. That's just how I look at it. So what's happening as a result of the fact that, like, these roles are changing? Like, how you feel like dudes are coping with that? Reality that these roles are changing. There's some weak niggas out here that'll <laughs> sit back and play Fortnite and um, be cool with just eating pussy all day and being like, "Yeah, baby, let me use your car." But you know, it's some weak niggas. But it's like, I just, I just, um, I just think women should be able to know. Like, you should know when a guy's he ain't no good and he doing he ain't doing right by you. Period. You should be able to see that. But it's hard. I would, I would argue, and this is where I guess women guests always would be. It'll always be interesting, but um, because my take is like, will they cut through that noise? Is as I believe that the right man, like if as a man you can cut through the noise of what it is that she's hearing, where she'll listen to you, but um, but you got to be the right dude, and mm-hmm. it's hard to cut through that noise because so much of her natural desires would be to, you know. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, in a lot of ways, too, it's like, 
you know, so much of how we function is learned. All of how we function is learned, really, you know, in a lot of ways. And so I think that sometimes in certain situations, you know, I, and I, I don't feel like it's always fair to young women, but a lot of times young women are conditioned to, like, be that person that, you know, like, takes care of everything and yeah. does everything, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and in a sense, you know, like dealing with dudes that, you know, uh, kind of, Take advantage of that at certain yeah. points, you know, and like capitalize on the, on that fact, yeah. you know, Cause because I'm, women in this, I'm sorry to cut you off, okay. but like, you know, like a lot of times women in this, this culture are conditioned to, to, to be sacrificial, you know what I'm saying? Oh uh, yeah. Put themselves out there and right. on the top of like, I, and like, I heard this argument that go on on timeline a lot too, where they say, if you living with a woman, uh, is a woman supposed to pay half the rent? Mm-hmm. Are y'all supposed to go half on the rent or is the man supposed to pay that and the woman's money is her own? So it's like you can't have it both ways. You can't be like I'm strong and I'm independent. But then when we get together, it's like, oh, no, this is all my money and uh, <laughs> you pay the rent and I just do what I do with my money. It's like, no, it's like, OK, if you strong and independent, that's what I want. I'm strong. I'm independent. Let's come together. Let's boom. Our money. It ain't your money. It ain't my money. It's our money. Yeah. So it's like put our money together and let's pool our income and let's do what we got to do. Like if we're going to get away from them old protocols that we used to have and them old uh archetypes that we used to live by it's like right. no let's 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 put all that down you a woman you strong you don't need me i don't need you but together we make each other better let's just eat so all of other like and i just it's just crazy to me that you will see a woman contradict herself in her time and like oh i just want a man to do this for me and do that for me oh but i don't need a nigga for shit so either don't need a nigga for shit right or you want a nigga to take care of your aunt you want a nigga to pay the old rent and then you just lay around and do whatever you want to do right i feel you i I think that point that you made about archetypes is so real because i think about that all the time it's sort of like you know we so much of like what we think we are is taught and therefore it's kind of like we then you know just stay within those confines of what we think we're supposed to be right Mm -hmm. but at what point do we begin like redefining who we are yes you know what i'm saying because so much of so much of like to me like what goes wrong in relationships is the fact that we've been taught that part of having somebody else is making us what we are also mm-hmm. right so it's like we aren't complete within ourselves yeah and so we need somebody else to do this or be that or so we can feel a certain way that yeah. we really should be taking responsibility for feeling ourselves so you're supposed to come home when you're right. kicking with somebody right it, it ain't no Right. And Yang, you're supposed to already be complete right. in yourself. So when you when I step to you, I'm a full, complete man. I've lived my whole right. life. I know what I am right. as a man. And you know what you are as a woman. Right, right. We come together to make something right. totally different. Right. Because no matter what we do, I was thinking about this today, like no matter what we do, possession always works from the outside in. Mm-hmm. So that means like no matter what you possess, you can have it. But if you need it to make you feel a certain way, you still subject to that thing to make you feel that way just right like we was talking about dealing with fine women right right yeah. you need them to make you feel that way and so therefore it's kind of like i mean to me that's the premise of, of addiction you know what i'm saying like yeah. when you need something outside of yourself to feel a certain way wow you know what i'm saying so and you gotta have it right right and that's the thing man and it and is is messed up and that we not we not taught it but esteem always works from the inside out 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know gotta feel like you the shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. that's why the most confident person. Like, are we? It's funny. We just come back full circle with a lot of stuff. <laughs> right. It's like we talk about that confidence. Right. If you got that confidence, like that whole peacocking thing. If you look like and you walk around, you the shit. You gonna attract people who think they the shit. They right. Walk around because they want to be a part of that. Right. Which is also like you said, it's something that is like. If you gotta have somebody that's super cocky, like arrogant, like that, or just had his confidence, then you probably lacking it too. Right, right. Being right. that you super attracted to it, because you like, all right, I need somebody that feel right. like that, so I can feel like that. Right, right. And that's the thing. That is so much about desire and attraction is mm-hmm. trying to to get somebody that embodies something that we have a hard time producing for ourselves. You know what I'm saying? So like, if we men and we conditioned to be, you know, tough and hard, more yeah. than likely I'm gonna be drawn to somebody. That is soft and sensitive because I don't have an opportunity to experience that. Wow. So I'm drawn to it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Damn, we just yeah. hit y'all with some deep ass <laughs> shit real quick. Because he's saying that if you're super strong and tough, nobody try you. Right. Because you already moving like that. So right. you're going to be attracted to somebody who is in the position of being always needing to be somebody to protect them. Like, oh, no, come here. Who'd he say to you? Right, right. All right, I'm about to choke this nigga out. Hey, uh, right. here, here go 20 racks. Go jump right. on this nigga for me real quick. You know right. what I'm saying? On the James Harden tip. Right. Damn. So we done right. sat right here and really just, we done sat down here and really broke it down, man. Like, <laughs> So ladies, if you listening, you know what I'm saying? This show is for ladies. I know we, we talked about sports in the beginning. We talked about relationships. We like, And we ain't going to be on topic all the time. We going to jump around and we going to lose where we at. So, you know. Hopefully we have an email address. It's all the same shit though. At the it end of the is day. though, and that's what's crazy. <laughs> we talked about confidence. We talked about uh, we we talked about a lot of everything we talked about had the same DNA. It was the same strand going all the way through it. Right, right. That's why right, we was able to bring right. it all the way home. Right, right, right. Yeah, man. Because I, you know, because at the same time too, it's kind of like everybody's vantage point is different. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We all looking at the same thing, but everybody's vantage point is different. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You know, yeah. and it's sort of like if if we all looking at the same thing. And from my angle, one thing looks a certain way, and I I, I step where you standing. It's like, oh, I see exactly what you're seeing because I'm yeah. I'm seeing it from your perspective. Yeah, like you sitting there, I'm sitting here. It's a right. six on the ground. It's a right. six over here, but you looking at it, it's a nine. Right. So right. it's like, nah, nigga, it's a six. Like it's a nine. So right. we both right. It's right. just our perspectives is right. different. Right. 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 And it's just like so much of it to me is like just being open to see yeah. other people's perspectives. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. 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 Like that's that's funny that we talk about that, man. I think this show is really based on confidence because we talked about. Uh, guys going after girls to feel a certain kind of way, women going after certain guys to feel a certain type of way. Like, confidence is super important. Like, I think confidence is what separates Kobe Bryant from, like, Hero Minor. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I think Kobe and Hero Minor might have the same skill set. Right. Because they call Hero Minor Baby Jordan, right? Yeah, they call him Baby Jordan. And I think that Kobe just, his confidence in itself took him to the level where he could get as close as he could to Jordan's. You know what right. I'm saying? Jordan is. I just made up a word. Right. And Harold just didn't have that confidence to refine his skill set. It's funny you say that, too, because I, I think about it, and I think about the beginning, and you think about what Kobe started. And, you know, like, I remember those moments in those first few years. He'd take that last shot, and it would be like an air ball. Or, like, why did you shoot that? Yeah, yeah. Or, like, it would be moments where he tried to assert himself at crucial moments when he wasn't ready. And it's like he never stopped trying, though. Yeah. You know, and I feel like that that's what separated him is that because that's another thing, too. Like you talk about confidence, like embarrassment is taught like that's a learned thing. Right. Like I teach kids and it's like they get to an age where they don't want to look silly or look stupid 
or, or do something corny or whatever. Yeah. And so they stop trying stuff because they don't want to look that way, right? Yeah. And then you think about a baby, the baby fall on his face, get right back up, fall on his face, get back up. Everybody laughing at the baby. The baby don't give a damn. The baby getting right back up. Wow. And it's kind of like that was because they haven't learned embarrassment. And because they haven't learned embarrassment, they can just continue to, to learn to and learn grow and at a rapid rate because they're not concerned with how they're being perceived. You, you got to be cool with being uncomfortable. Right. And people don't get that. Right. Jordan was Jordan back when he got, when he didn't make that varsity team. Right. And Jordan was Jordan. He carried he, that his whole career. That's though. what I'm saying. <laughs> people don't get that. Jordan ain't just Jordan because he hit that shot that game, like against Utah when he, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. When he pushed uh, Byron Russell a little bit and he hit that boy. Yeah. But it was also Jordan when he missed them shots. So you got to go out there and not be scared to take them chances and that come with confidence. Like confidence is going to breed a lot of failure and it's okay. Yeah. The confidence is going to carry you through that. So when you next time, it ain't going to be a failure. You're going to make it happen. Right, 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 right. And, and that's the thing. Like he carried, I think he carried that dude that he was still that kid that got cut yeah. On the inside, his entire to this day, he, to this day, he grown nigga <laughs> with big pants at the legs. His, his pants is big, big at the pants legs. At the legs. <laughs> this nigga wear clogs for shoes. He can't dress, and he to this day he still hate that nigga who got on the team. That twelfth nigga that made the team and he didn't make it to hey, this day. He, he do man. His Hall of Fame speech was classic because he brought them. He, he paid brought for the his dude ticket. he got oh, yeah. cut for. Hey. And he was like, hey, he was like, hey, you see him? You see him? In reality, I. I couldn't. How much went. money? How much money would would they have to pay you to be that guy? I couldn't go. I want. I want to meet that dude because he probably cool as hell. Though he probably like hell shit. I still go. Fuck it. But that is some shit to say. Like I was a nigga they cut Jordan for. <laughs> he always got that over Jordan. Yeah, yeah. Jordan right. can be like, I got six rings. He like nigga, but I made the high school team <laughs> in seventy two or whatever that was. Hilarious. All right, so I'm gonna post this up probably like sometime. Next week or whatever. What you got coming up next week, Mr. Adams? Uh, um, Next week, next week, next week, next week, next week. I can't think that far ahead. I know I'm in New Orleans this weekend. Okay. Next week, um, uh, the 27th of April, I'm in Richmond, Michigan, performing at Strikers. Uh, and then um, my going up shows on Tuesdays is once a month now, so it's the second Tuesday of the month. It should be on the, uh, I think the first, second Tuesday is either the 8th or the 9th. But okay. if we be back next week, I'll let y'all know. And, um. I'm trying to think is anything else I want to hit y'all with. Uh, uh, no, no, no. That's that, that's about it. All our shows been themed though. Now, at once a month they be themed. First one where we did with Conda, so it was a Black Panther theme. I had a nigga come out with drums. We had on Joshikis. We kicked it. The last one was uh the Soul Train. We did the 1990 Soul Train. Mm -hmm. So we had like somebody perform as Junior Mafia. We had somebody perform at Ace Town. That shit was lit. And um, we I let you know the next theme when next week. So we had let y'all know. But that's what I got going on. Yeah. You said somebody performed as H Town. My nigga, it was hard. Like oh, we got a, man. we got three singers: Dre Sconey, uh, 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 B B Ryan, and uh, uh, Rye. His name is Rye. I, keep, I missed the third dude name up, but they went and re. Uh, I Rock, the dude who do all the beats for Days Low, mm -hmm. he went and remade the Knocking the Boots video. I mean, video. Uh, the the the, the beat, mm -hmm. and they went in there recorded, they remade it, and it, it, the D mix, and they called themselves D Town. The shit was hard. It was crazy. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they uh, they killed it. I'm pretty sure they got some some attention that that evening. They killed it, my baby. They, it was it was dope. We gonna put the video up. Uh, we get it. I'm gonna let y'all see it. It was hard. Oh, man. And that's why the Missy Elliott looking thing was. There. Oh, and Missy Elliott was there. Yeah, yeah. And uh, D'Lo Brown, comedian from the city, very funny comedian, man. That's my girl. She uh she did Missy Elliott, man. We had. It was just fun, man. That's all we trying to do is create moments, man, that last forever. 
Yeah, Missy Elliott thing was looking hilarious. Mm-hmm. So that's what's up, Kid Clever, Sterling. I don't know yeah. what you got going. What you doing, Sterling? Nothing, man. Nothing, man. This is working on music, bro. Trying to finish up this this project. And that's it. All right. Not a damn thing, bro. I feel that. So that's it. Joshua Fool. We'll keep this thing going. Peace. Yeah. Peace. Tune in weekly to the Josh You a Fool podcast with comedian Josh Adams for all his takes on what happened this week. Subscribe on Apple iTunes or Google Play to the Josh You a Fool podcast to hear the jokes and thoughts of Josh Adams. Follow Josh Adams on Instagram at I'm Josh Adams.